Hello, who are you and what do you do? My name is Brandon, founder of Balloons. Um, make some clothing. I used to be antisocial. That was the old me. But now I'm feeling social. And I think we should meet. I used to be a local. Young in the run in the streets. But now I'm trying to be a mobile. Before I DIE. It's a weird thing. What's up? What's up? What's up? So I'm here with founder of Balloons, man. How you doing today? Doing well, man. Can't complain. Yeah. Huh? How are I'm, you? I'm I'm okay. You know, I'm all right. Um, but I've been waiting for this conversation for a while. You know, so I'm glad that you're able to come through and sit down and chat it up with me. Yeah, thank you, man. Um, let's Love get here. Definitely, let's get right into it. So. Tell me about yourself and your journey to starting balloons. So we started this about a year ago. Um, when it first started, it was just me. I um, was working a nine to five corporate job. Um, I've always been kind of artistic by nature. Um, I've, I've enjoyed the creative aspect of my life for a really long time. Okay. Um, and being in a nine to five job was super difficult, uh, like just a corporate role, like an office role was very difficult because there's no creative outlet. So what ended up happening um, was I was doing some cut and sew pieces, just like one of ones where you just chop, okay. cut, you know. You so, when you went, so when you went home, you would cut and sew? Yeah, yeah. So when I, when I left work, I would go home and when I had some free time or whenever I felt like just making something, um, I would go thrifting. I would find some random stuff and I would just cut and sew them together. Okay. What ended up happening was I wanted to brand it um, outside of just other people's apparel that I was cut, cutting and sewing. And I noticed that a lot of that was happening Mm -hmm. A lot of people were doing those customized things. Um, so I ended up just trying to build a brand that would fuel my creative need, okay. really. Um, and that's where balloons ended up coming from. So I woke up um, and I just kind of came up with that idea, the actual name of the brand itself. And then um, I started playing around with pictures and stuff. And then that's how we got to where we are now. Dope. So I see your early design was like the words and text, right? With the, the logo. Was the logo always in the middle of the balloons for the O's? Yeah. So the original logo itself was just a complete spell out, similar okay. to how you would see like, I don't know, like the Nike swoosh and then it has the spell out underneath. Definitely. Um, but I really wanted to keep it open for interpretation to the people that would just come across the page and see it. Um, so the biggest thing that I really wanted to focus on when we were making this um, was I had the spell out. And then actually when I was trademarking it, I dumbed it down to just the two O's because it was one simpler Two, I was almost certain that nobody else in the world had it Yeah, because we did like a whole worldwide search and everything. And I didn't want anybody else to have it, obviously. Um, and then when we dumbed it down to those two O's, people gave a lot of positive feedback on it. So we were super pumped about that. And I just ended up rolling with it. Okay, dope. So what year did you uh, start balloons? I started almost exactly a year ago. So it was January 4th. I think January 4th, 2019 was the actual date that I posted the first picture, like the mock-up image of what Happy we were thinking. Happy birthday, bro. Thanks, Happy bro. birthday, for real. Like, I mean, <laughs> as an entrepreneur, I know we deal with a lot of trials and tribulations. Um, what challenges have you faced in this year, if any? I mean, it's hard to manage time. Um, like I said, I'm blessed to have a job that I can sit down and do 
You do, other, you, do you do work at that work, right? <laughs> I'm not supposed to say yes, but I mean, <laughs> sometimes not, we're not trying because you know, but you know, as a creative, we always do work at yeah, yeah, work. You right. know, it is it is crazy. So, um, what challenges? Any challenges? I mean, just um, the normal trial and error stuff. I mean, when I first started, there was bits and pieces of things that I knew that I wanted um, within the brand, as far as like the actual branding and things that I wanted to be very, very prominent, especially with the social media portion, yeah. like what I wanted it to represent, things like that. The problem is when you first start it, it is hard to put all of those thoughts yes. into a tangible thing for people to see because you want to say it's too much. Mm -hmm. And so, they won't understand. Exactly. So my, my original mission statement for the brand was a hob job. It was like three paragraphs long of everything yep. that I wanted to say. Yep. And as we've, as we've, grown you shorten it down we shortened it down yeah. to like a couple words so like that was probably the most difficult part and i think for any new business i yeah. think that that's a very difficult thing to do is take everything that you want to say and, make and it get very, it very i want small. you guys to understand everything we're talking about but then you don't want to lose exactly. the uh the mind of a consumer exactly and so you have to dumb it down and it's just a learning curve you know mm -hmm. um but you said you wanted people to understand what the brand was about what is the brand about so that's the, the million dollar question yes so when we first started Actually, I'll just start with where we're at now. So the entire idea behind balloons is that as we get older, right, uh, we, we, we grow up and I feel like there's this, there's this, uh, what's the word, uh, stigma. Of being an adult. Of being an adult where mm -hmm. things are no longer fun. Um, you kind of fall into this monotonous role of just waking up, going to work. Going to work. And I wanted it to be a, a very, very clear reminder that your childhood's still in there somewhere. Yes. Right. So the metaphor that I used for the balloons as we were growing was we all have these like phantom balloons floating around us that represent our childhood and all the things that we loved as a child. Right. Yes. Um, as we get older and we start letting the dust settle on the guitar or let the paintbrushes go bad or, you yeah. know, whatever the case may be. I'm guilty. Um, yeah. Right. Like yeah. I feel like everybody is. And, and, and I was guilty of it too, which is why I made the mission to be that because I would always pick things up, put them down, pick things up, put them down. Because of that, I've gotten above average at many things, but nothing yeah. that I'm insanely good at. And I think that that's, it's counterproductive. Yeah, jack of all trades, master of none. Exactly. So I felt that it was counterproductive to me. So I built the mission around um, tricking myself into always focusing on that thing yeah. until it became habit habitual. Excuse me. <clears throat> habitual. <laughs> so... Um, after a few months now, it's become so habitual for me that when I wake up, I now immediately think about the creative part of my life. Yes. And before it would have to almost feel forced because I was falling away from it, falling into that role that I was doing. That nine to five. Exactly. So can you say that um, you're happier? hundred percent. Because you're fueling your creative fire. Oh my gosh. Um, yes. If you were to die today, would you be happy? Yeah, I would. I would be, I would feel like I was doing as much as I possibly could to touch as many other people, um, whether it's social media or talking to them about what they're doing. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that I noticed. Yeah. I think that working in a nine to five, I would say that maybe, and this might be a complete under or overestimated number. I know I'm going to agree with you. <laughs> like <laughs> maybe 20% of the people that I run into are actually taking time for their hobbies or their creative time or their creative, whatever it is, whatever yeah. it may be. Um, and do you think that's healthy? For them? For period. Um, I feel like a lot of people 
that don't do creative stuff. I mean, creative creativity can be cooking. It can yeah. be anything. You know what yeah. I mean? So anything. I think that if people don't recognize it as being a need, that it's not a problem, right? If they're like walking through life and they're very open to just having casual how's the weather conversations and more power to you like that's cool but i definitely needed more of like i'm an idea guy yeah so i wanted to circulate ideas and get other people's input on various different things so when i started this and i started focusing a lot on the creative community i got to have conversations probably very similar what you got to have get to have now yeah Um, and even before is what are your ideas what do you get to do and you get to bounce all these ideas around and all of a sudden now you're inspired yes and the juices are pumping and now you're ready to go. Like That's when I leave I here, I'm going to be, I'm going to be pumped up and I'm, start you, whipping you, up I, designs all I'm, night. I'm all in, I'm all in right now. That's <laughs> the right. thing. And I think that's a, a great thing. Cause you have to be able to put aside some time to do things you enjoy, mm-hmm. whether it's cooking, creating art, um, painting, poetry, no matter what it is, you have to take away from that. Unfortunately, we have to work for us our lives. Right. But if you're not doing things you love, if you leave here tomorrow, are you going to be happy? And I think that you're doing an excellent job with spreading that. Um, like like you, like you, uh, We talked the other day, and I said, I love how you able to integrate other things within your designs. And I thought that was you. And you're like, no, these are people's art. And it's oh, yeah. a, 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 a view for them to see what they're doing. And yeah. I think that's amazing. With that being said, you're into the community a lot. Um, tell me about some things that you've done. As far as like community-based community things within based. this area. So we've done- Period, man. I know you all over. That was my, that was our biggest thing. So to bring it kind of full circle, we wanted to focus, like I said before, the the balloons thing was just a, a nostalgic type of thing. Like think about those things that you loved when you were a kid. Definitely. Right? The most prolific thing that we did this, this year was the charity event with the Ronald McDonald Hospital. Um, how we got in there is entirely- I have to give entire credit to my partner, Rob, and, and Zach, who I didn't even actually mention yet. Those guys have done an insane amount of work alongside of me. They're the two partners that work alongside of me. Um, Zach is a freelance photographer in Chicago. Okay. Rob is very, very, very proficient with videography. Um, very creative dude. He's really good with like the legality. So you have a great team. Yeah, we have a great team of people that are drastically, drastically different people. Yeah. I've always been involved in like streetwear, art, clothing. Like That's always been my thing, right? Rob is like a very, I don't want to say cut and dry because he's not, but he'll, he'll give it to me straight. If I come up yeah. with some goofy ass idea, he'll be like, go back to bed. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'll be like, get, get the hell out of here. Keep you, keep you level. There was one time where I was out and I was all like banged up and I, I, I had this like artistic moment where I'm like, dude, like this is such a cool picture. I was like yeah. on my iPhone out smoking a cigarette, like don't smoke by the way. Um, I was out smoking. I was like, Oh, dude, there was these balloons like stuck in a tree in Philly, and I was like, "Yeah, okay. that's that's a sign right there." So I take this like dumbass picture. Thought it was, you thought it was amazing. Of course, I did at the time, and I send it to him, and he goes, "Exactly like I said before." He goes, "Dude, go go to bed. What are you doing?" But um, which brings me back to the charity thing. Um, so we started this charity uh, event to essentially, if you don't know what the Ronald McDonald Children's Hospital is, they basically house children who need urgent care. Um, and they do it for free and they have an entire housing system where they have food, drink, um, basically family fun to keep things enlightened. Yeah. Um, during a tough time. Exactly. So what we did was we set up this party for them, um, back to school party where they could come. Um, there was all this creative stuff to do. There was this art. We had this canvas that they could paint. We had this giant canvas that all of them painted. Um, you can see that on our page. We kind of push that regularly, um, just cause we're super proud of it. Yeah. Um, and that one 
was, I don't really have words for it because it was, it was such like a strange, I've never done anything like that before yeah. in my life. Like I've always wanted to give back, but actually walking into the hospital, going through everything, um, it Is was it, just a different vibe. How did you feel? Well, first I felt sad, right? Okay. When you see the initial like stuff, you're like, this is freaking sad stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then we had one girl in particular, um, and I think this will kind of put it into perspective. We had one girl in particular come up to where we were doing the canvas, and we had all these other stations around. We had live music for them to dance around. We had a magician. That's super dope. Yeah, we had storytelling, like all these things. Like, these are young kids, right? So um, all the things that anyone ranging from like three to like 10 years old, which yeah. is like what our main age group, I would say, was, um, kind of going around at these stations. And this little girl came up, and she was with her mom, and her mom was like, hey, do you want to draw? And she's like, ah, kind of like shying away. She had a bunch of treatments that day. She mm -hmm. was like sick. And um, I was like, hey, like if you want to come back, like come on back at any point. Like I'll draw, I'll draw, I'll color with you. So she goes around, goes to the other station. She came back probably 25 minutes later, had this big ass smile on her face. And that was when I was like, yo, like we're making an actual impact yeah. here. And it was, it was super, super fulfilling for us. And my partners were like, dude, this is insane. Yeah. And, um, that was like the one, the the community involvement where we really, really felt good um, on a bunch of different levels. Just the, working with the Ronald McDonald Children's Hospital in general, um, the houses is is a blessing. And that was, like I said, that was Rob that got us involved there. Um, but this year we're doing it again. We're doing that an annual thing. And every year we're going to raise money. So we basically took that canvas that yes. all the kids were painting, put them into designs on a shirt and sold them in 100% of the profits, go back to amazing bro so, amazing shout out to you and rob and zach, zach. yep um seriously man because that's the type of thing it's easy to have a business mm -hmm. easy to make profit but what are we doing with this profit how are we joining our community and i i like that um me me diving in this type of uh work um seeing all the business owners actually giving back i don't know about you but when i was a kid i didn't see any business owner really giving back i do you rarely see it um uh, I don't know if you can blame social media or not, but you really don't see them like, especially the entrepreneurs that, you know, where we are giving a hundred percent of the proceeds and, and to a good cause. Or, I think it's an era thing too. Yeah. I think that we see a lot of bad stuff on social media that people want to see more good yeah. inherently. They want to yeah. see more good. They're tired of seeing bad. Um, I think like, that those things, I think that there were definitely people giving back um, I just think that it's very easy with social media now yeah. to put together a brand and make it selfish. Yeah. Um, a money driven business, I don't think will ever really prosper because you won't have enough patience to actually let it grow. Exactly. If that's what your primary focus is. Agreed. Um, but for the people that have an actual passion for what they're doing and the people that want to give back, they're the people that genuinely love the community. Yeah. Right. Like the skateboarding community, they are so close knit art community they want to go and see each other's shows like yeah. they want to see that stuff and i don't think a lot of the average people are doing like i say average people yeah, no, they're no, like no, this no. like we, anomaly you know what you know it's funny because i don't care what anyone says creators are different people yeah i mean We're it's a different type of mind I mean, so. you know seriously and um like you said they we want to support one another we want to go to these other shows and i think that's so dope and because we have social media although i don't really agree with it most of the time <laughs> but what it does is it brings people together okay, and it yeah. sets these movements so if I'm doing good, then you're going to do good. Then you're going to do good. Then you're going to do good. Well, versus what you said, if it was too much negative. Mm -hmm. That's all we were seeing. Um, so that's that's really dope. Um, so you started Balloons a year ago. Mm -hmm. You've 
you've found a way to re basically not rebranded, but you know, simplify it down, get your words across and get your message across. Um, anything that you feel as though that you could have done better? Um, I feel like a good marketing plan, right? Like as we go, we learn like what works and doesn't work. Definitely. For me, like taking on too much at once. I wanted so badly to be like, I have a clothing brand that people take seriously, right? Like that's all I yeah. wanted since I was literally like 10. Yeah. I would, I would sit at home and print like the independent logo and other small, like other big brands yeah. um, onto these small shirts and try and sell them to my buddies for like four bucks. So let's go, let's go back. Cause that's what I miss. Normally, normally I start from childhood. Yeah. Right. But we jumped right in. We're we we, we dived into 2019. <laughs> we did. We did. Now, so let's go back. So you said 10 years old. So when did this creative thing start? Was it always clothing? What was it first? So the furthest memory of drawing and, and just anything artistic was when I was little. Um, there's somewhere around my grandmother's house, I think, still. I have, like, these little, like, there's books and books and books of this stupid books that I'd say, like, the fruit people. And it yeah. would just be, like, Mr. Banana, Mr. Reverend. And it was just drawing, It's going to come drawing. back full circle. Yeah, right? And then, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, Mr. Banana's Grandma going on better a shirt. Get a cup. <laughs> Grandma better get her a cut. Yeah, right? Uh, for holding on to those yeah. suckers. Um, but I got, like, most artistic in kindergarten, like, a little paper metal. So that's, like, the oldest memory I have of just being very drawn to it, okay. no pun intended. Um, <laughs> but it's always been something that I did a lot. Yeah. Um, so like I would paint skateboards when I was younger. I would buy the blank ones because I just didn't, my family just didn't have a ton of money. Like we weren't like some impoverished family or anything, but like buying a, a, a deck was just too much. So we would always buy the blanks. Okay. And then I would just paint them however I wanted. Well, I learned something today. I didn't know that skateboards that had something on it was more than skateboards that are blanks. So. Yeah, yeah. The blanks, well, the graphics and stuff on it, like they pay, you know, they pay, uh, the, like basically the artists are involved and whoever's okay. involved and then the actual branding on it, stuff like that. So yeah, you can get blank decks and stuff. Okay. Um, but um, yeah, I would always paint the decks myself because it was just easier for my mom to buy one. And it was, if I broke it, I could get a board faster if I wanted the cheaper one, things like that. Um, and then... I've always just done art in some way, shape, or form. At, okay. at any given time, I would pick up a canvas here and there. Um, I wouldn't say that I was as dedicated to it as mm, a lot of other artists because it wasn't my primary focus. I just did it for fun. Yeah. Right? So, like, some days I'd be doing... I also am a singer, right? I play music with my nice. friends. So, like I Still. said... I, I, yeah, yeah. Just I mean, it's mostly for fun. Like, I've done, like... I've done, like, open mic nights and things like okay. that where, like, people are... Like, where we're performing, but... Um, like I'm not doing like coffee shops or anything like yeah. that, like things like that. Um, but I enjoy it a lot. So the Jack of all trades thing, like I'm very involved yeah. in many things, but like I said before, I was not particularly amazing at any of them. But that's what a creative does though. Like you have this one, th but you, we always have this one thing that we're a master at, right? Mm -hmm. Cause I consider myself the Jack of all trades, a master of none. And I think it's our creative mind constantly wanting more to learn so. more in the creative area. So with that being said, what is your, what do you, what do you master? I think that I'm very good at simplifying a message. Okay. Um, when I make designs, I feel like it's very, it's very difficult. Uh, I wouldn't say difficult. I'd say that it, a lot of people want to do too much. Yeah. And too much can be good sometimes. Like there's some fucking wacky ass. Am I allowed to curse yeah. on here? Does that matter? Yeah, definitely. Right. Oh yeah, this is not for children. We, <laughs> right, we can say whatever we want. I don't know if this is going on ABC yeah. tomorrow. No. <laughs> no, fuck that. We're not there yet. Look out. Fuck, fuck, fuck. We're not there yet. Um, 
Yeah, like people do some like wacky shit, and I really like those like bleach style things. Like I really like the like the cut and sews are really really cool. Um, but as far as like the actual graphic, like sometimes the graphic itself, the message behind it can be explained in a way that's much much easier. Like I like I like images that don't have words on them. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I like the designs that you look at it and you're like, you mastered that. Like I said, that's what drawing my attention. I'm like. Yo, this guy is sick. Like, he's such a genius. Because how is he doing it? Then when you told me that it's other people's art that you collaborate with, <laughs> mm-hmm. it just it just doubled it. I'm like, this this is amazing. So it's like things like that. It's like, damn, what should have thought of that? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, I mean, any, I feel like it's not that groundbreaking. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean like but you get the, it isn't groundbreaking, but it's an amazing way of thinking. See, you see, it's the thing. Like one one, uh, I used to get upset with people who didn't understand some things I said, right? And then I heard this quote that said what's common sense to you isn't common sense to others. And I said, you know what? Now I'm going to stop getting upset with people because that's like me talking to Bill Gates and he says something. I'm like, like, Bill, what are you talking about? And he yeah. goes, it's common sense. You know, it's what it's common sense to him. Mm-hmm. You know, so like it may not be groundbreaking to you, but I think it is. I think it's a great thing because like it's more of like, damn, I should have thought of that. I appreciate it. You know, like seriously, like you ever, you ever see something like, I wish I have thought of that. Oh, dude, I see it all the time. Airbnb. That's what I thought of that. Yeah, right. You know, like that's fucking bed and breakfast. <laughs> like, come on. Um, but yeah, so I think that's amazing the way you did it, and I I really do love it. And then when you told me how you um how you collaborate with other people, and it's there, and how you could you explain explain it? All right. Okay, so I'll ask a question because <laughs> I think that's dope, and I think I don't on the outside looking at I didn't know that. I knew that you mm-hmm. collaborated people, and I knew that sometimes, but I I didn't know that it was a tunnel to their world. You know, right. so um. So you have your logo, and in your logo, there's different designs. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, and how did that come about? So the direct inspiration um, just comes from, I mean, it's streetwear companies have been doing artist collaborations forever, yeah. right? Like they, they take, like, let's say Bape Supreme. Like Bape, like yeah. they, throw a, they throw a an artist collaboration into their design. And, Supreme is now doing it. Yeah, yeah. And, now, and, and that's this thing that they've been doing. But we took it, what I consider a little bit further, um, at least in the, in, the way that we like apply it. Yeah. Um, we use the term and the hashtag for a little while and we still do it um, in our world. And we made shirts actually that said in our world across it with a comma. And the comma was supposed to be, you know, okay, Add some more. what the hell is next? You know yeah. what I mean? And in our world, it was supposed to be, well, it's open for interpretation the same way that an artist's work is open for interpretation. And I want it to be, the balloons themselves are, again, an eye and a, a, a lens, excuse me, um, a lens into what the actual artists are doing in their world, right? Yeah. Your world's drastically different than mine. You just said that with the Bill Gates uh, yes. example. Right? Your, your world is drastically different than mine. If you hand me that, that camera, I'd break it in yeah. like four <laughs> seconds. That's why my partners are the camera guys. You know what I mean? Like, that's not my thing. Yeah. Um, but when you look through, you allow the, the, the balloons to act as this like focal point, this window yeah. into the other person's life and what they're doing. Um, it, one, allows the artists themselves to be like, wow, like, this is something pretty neat. I want to, I want to show my stuff and I want to be able to really explain what it means. Yeah. Um, and that's really what we try and do. Like for instance, the, the drop that we have now, I sat down with, I had to go, I had to have gone through five to 10 designs with yeah. B Pearl, the guy, Brandon Pearl, um, in Chicago that we're working with on the collab that we just dropped like a couple yeah. weeks back. And, um, he has all these like crazy whimsical ass designs that you're like, what the fuck do those mean? Cause it's like mixed media. Yeah. He has astronauts floating through these patterns and all this kind of stuff. And you're like, what does that mean? And um, if memory serves based on our conversation, he just loves to use, and it was such a good fit for us. He loves to use these nostalgic childhood imagery yeah. mixed with like these like patterns that 
invoke this like almost like dreamlike state yeah. that childhood really is like where everything's just so like simple look at that light look yeah. at that firework you know what I mean it's, that's what he kind of tries to go for and and it was what I think I considered it fucking cool I think it was amazing yeah so we um we ran that and an, an example of the last one we did the windows in this case yeah the balloons um the one design that I think did really well was the one that literally just says fuck over and over and over again in it. But you can't even really read that it says fuck unless you sit there and really look at it because he was having a shit day or something. Um, and he's an art teacher. So he was probably working with some younger kids. Oh, just gave him a hard time. <laughs> and um, he was literally, he wrote fuck in red. Yeah. Then he went over it and wrote fuck in green then he wrote it in yellow then he wrote it in orange and then he wrote it in black over top of that so it ended up being this mashup where it looks like it's a straight palette of just like splash colors and uh -huh. stuff but and it's it literally just overlapped handwriting so much to the point where it's a full image and i was like that's fucking raw wow so we stuck that behind it we allowed the color the actual logo itself because it's so simple allows you to see yeah what's behind it but it really falls backwards in comparison to like what the hell is going on in the background yeah which is now the foreground because you're like what is that and it is fuck and it's just it's just as fuck that's amazing and now he has his work as a walking canvas he does around yeah. the world so that's another that's another great thing you guys do and you provide with that being said how does one uh get a chance to collab with you honestly i just a conversation I've had there's a there's a younger kid um lucky skate wax he's like a local skateboarder okay um I think he moved from like California I talked to him briefly about it a little while back um I think he's like 12 or 13 and I just really loved his passion for what he does he makes these little like um custom like almost like tech deck style skateboards okay. he makes wax he does it all at his house he has like he prints out the paper wraps him himself at 12 and I just thought yeah I just thought it was super fucking rad and I'm like for me it's the passion yeah because the people just like me like if you don't have the passion, it's simply not going to thrive. And like nope. seeing a 12 year old putting together these, this like a business plan, yeah, seriously, it's just like super duper impressive to me. And, um, I mean, to answer your question, that was a great example of, of somebody that I answered obviously. And I was like, dude, I would love to just do a, a couple, even if it's like 10, 15 shirts, like it cost me what, like X amount of dollars to make a shirt, like, yeah. and it'll make his day. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, or month, whatever the case may be, he'll make a couple bucks by some Pokemon cards. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> he's probably going to flip it because he's in his business. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, but to piggyback off that though, because this is a question. This is a question I kind of ask myself, right? Because I know I'm sure as running a business that you're running and you're in the community, you you get a lot of messages of a lot of people wanting to get involved, right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I kind of have uh, the, the 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 issue with like how do I respond and still inspire and uplift? But like you just said, I look for the same thing: passion. Because I can, anyone can tell me a story, right? You know, because we are in this time where everyone wants to be cool, you know. But I, I like to watch people on the internet. Like I, like I knew about your business. I didn't know exactly what it was, but I was watching. You guys are going hardcore, you know. And then I found I had a connection. I'm like, bring them in. Actually, I think I found you before I found the connection. You know, you <laughs> yeah, know. I think the, they kind of felt yeah, right yeah, in it line. Right in line. Yeah, it was so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. But again, like you see this person, you see the, in the their work is real. Like it's real. You know, it's easy for a person to get a bunch of clothing. Let me just do this. And like you said, if you looking for the money. You're going to fail quick, but if you're passionate about what you're doing, it's going to, it's going to thrive and it's going to go through. So simple conversation, like, and that's how I met you mm -hmm. and I've met a lot of great dope creators um, and creators uh, and entrepreneurs as well, just through uh, genuine conversation to see where their mind is at. And um, oh, dude, it's so yeah. incredible. Some of the things that 
the ideas people have. Like yeah. I've, I bounce around ideas all the time with people. I, I'm literally an open book with that. Yeah. Um, part of what we started doing actually was that Friday creative spotlight. Yes, I, I want to see what people are working on one. Cause it inspires me. I'm like, that's a super fucking dope. Idea. Like, we're like the same, like the same people. No, that's <laughs> I do this. Like I want to see what you're doing and not even just like to benefit me because it inspires me and without even benefit, but you're inspiring them too. So, you know, don't take that away. Well, what happens is when people in this case, every Friday, if someone has a, a platform that they know that they can share their work with, they're going to be more inclined to do it. Yes. I know when I was doing art, I would start a project and be like, ah, like no one's really going to no give a look shit at about it. Yep. this. Like who watches, you know, I would be painting like some anime picture yeah. or something. I'm like, all right, like 10 of my friends at the time actually cared about this yeah. before so it like, kind of blew up. Easy or whatever. to let it go. Right. So I just would like, ah, I kind of just forgot to finish it or whatever. Um, but it, in, it encourages people to, to do it more. To look forward to Friday. Yeah. Cause imagine, Cause I like, want balloons to uh, feature me. <laughs> uh, you, you, ser go. Seriously, and that's what the thing is. Like, oh, I want balloons to feature me on Friday. I know it's coming. I'm about to, I'm about to do something dope, and I'm going to tag them. Yeah. You know that's... what I'm saying? And that is a great idea. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and today we had a great – I mean, I saw some super, super cool stuff. I mean, just little things even. Like little tiny projects that I'm just like, oh, that was a cool way of doing it. Isn't it amazing how uh, people look up to you, and sometimes you're looking up to them. Yeah. Like you're like – me? No, you. <laughs> like, this is, this is insane. Like you said, the little guy with the skateboard is like, bro, like, I wish I could do that. Like, uh, that's amazing. No, yeah. and, and again, it fuels our fire and it, it inspires us so we can keep on doing it and, and inspiring other people. Um, and that's what's so cool about your platform, though, is that that's exactly what you're doing is by putting all of these people in one room. Yeah. It's like, oh, wow. Like, look at all these ideas. Like, let's go. Yeah. And that's, I can't. Oh, I, I wish you was able. You, you're you're going to see it. Um, and this way of seeing it this time it, I think it's going to be way different from the events because the events are, you know, uh, planned, mm -hmm. you know, handpicked, has a schedule. This is organic. Yeah. Right. I don't know who's coming in tomorrow. I don't know who's coming in next week. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know if, if Brandon's going to be here one day in and some other might be here the next day and they're just, you know, it's just like an explosion of creativity. Yeah. You know, I scream like a little girl and run out because I'm super inspired. <laughs> you know, I don't, I think that part I'm really excited to see. Um, Start painting a mural on your wall. Seriously, yeah. you, seriously. <laughs> like I, no bullshit. <laughs> I really, I really was looking for someone to paint a mural on that wall. So that's definitely, definitely, because I want that that space for us, us creatives, to get out of our rooms, get out of our offices, and understand that we are all the same, and we want to be able to talk to one another, and we want to show and display our work. To so to see what another person cares about it, you know, or, right. or just look at it, you know what I'm saying. So I think that I'm just trying to paint this picture to paint this canvas here for people of all types who come and just connect and vibe off of and just, you know, connect. Like, and you, who, who knows? I don't even know what can happen. But I know that since I started, I've met so many people. And yeah. it's to the point it's like unreal. You know what I'm saying? So I, and I'm sure you, I look at your page, you've met so many people. Oh, you've, you've touched so many people. And I think, and then when the credit is thrown at you, I'm like, please don't just, just don't give me the credit. I just, cause <laughs> it's you guys. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I, I and that's why I said, we're like the same because you, you you're like, you're motivated. Um, you love to, you love to talk and you love to help. Mm -hmm. So I think that is like, to me, I don't really see that a lot, you know? And, mm -hmm. I, and I am, I am glad that there, there are like many people like yourself to be able to keep doing things within the community. Um, there's a lot of people like I look up to, like I, Andy from Second Base Vintage. Yeah, he's amazing. I don't know him 100%, mm -hmm. but from the day that I met him, he's been amazing. And then just watching him in the, like, again, in the community because he wants to. Right, 100%. You, you get what I'm saying? And I think 
it's anything I can learn from any, I, I'll learn that right there as far as having a physical location. He was the first person to bring me on um, to do the charity event. Yeah. Following up the Ronald McDonald thing, we came in and we actually set up the paintings that the kids did. I seen that. Right yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So he's, he's, he's super dope, man. He, he cares a lot. Um, and like you see, yeah, I mean, very, very community driven. Been showing guy. love, like I'm, I, I've taken so many pointers from him. Seriously, man, oh, it's like, 100%. like it's like you don't, you don't have to do that, and mm -hmm. he does. And I think like shout out to Andy from Second Base Vintage, man. He's, I'm gonna get him on here because he's, yeah. A, yeah, he's amazing. He, he actually, the dude. Uh, he's definitely, right he, he, he has a few minutes. I know yeah. he's running the other he, stuff. And he, he definitely, he, he, but he's always a, he, he will make time. Um, we a couple of months ago, um, I was. I went on to this podcast called Gallery 95 Podcast. Um, I think I've, seen, I've heard yeah, of them before. Yeah, I think so I've they're pretty dope. Them. And when I went on them, I was super inspired. I'm like, because I love to help people. No mm -hmm. matter, like, again, not anyone. You, 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 you're going to feel something when you talk to someone. Right. And I'm like, guys, your podcast is so dope. I think you should, guys should put a visual with it. Like, I'm like, we got to do something. Like, I, I don't know what we're going to do. And I'm like, maybe we can do it at second base. Like, you know, so oh, I, I we, did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah, that was that. fucking tight. And then he yeah, had the, the table so over. You see, that was so amazing. Yeah, like, yeah, and it was, was just, awesome. again, it was just an idea. Right and I'm like, shoe wall. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. Cool, so. like I think that was history, man. It was no, so was amazing. Cool. So I'm like, we gotta figure, we gotta pitch this to, and we pitched him. He was like, definitely, definitely, whatever you need, you know, you know, uh, just let me know. We picked the day. He and then the thing that got me when he handwritten the sign, you actually reposted. Um, Close for a recording. Open at twelve. Just a regular piece of paper on the, and it looks so dope. Yeah, and it looks so dope. And I'm like, this is amazing. And we did it, um, and it was great. You know, and I'm like, you guys got to do that more. Put some visuals with it. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, and fast forward now, here I am with the podcast, with some visuals, with some dope people. It's so like crazy how it develops. Yeah. The universe is aligning. Um, and I can't wait to see what's next. Speaking of what's next, do you have any new projects or collaborations? Yeah, we have a couple kind of in the works. Um, I've been doing a couple, for lack of a better term, like private um, like custom pieces for like some artists and stuff for shoots. Um, those kind of keep me busy in between like the larger drops. Okay. Um, but as far as like major ones, I've talked with my buddy, uh, my buddy Nick runs an account called humans. Um, we've talked for a while now. I've just gotten so booked with the other things that I've been doing. Um, he's coming in the spring, hundred percent. Um, super dope dude. Um, skateboard. Bring him by. You want, you <laughs> bring him he's by. a, he's bring a good him by. dude. Definitely. Um, he would love to do it too. He has a ton of ideas. Um, I'm going to do something with him. Dirty Politics is somebody that, uh, they're Jersey based. Okay. Um, I met them at a bunch of the shows that I, uh, that I vend at and, um, super, super fucking cool dude. So you guys are all in, you're vending and everything. I, that's how I actually started it off. So I figured like, come on, Brandon, come on. This, I'm missing this, all the good this, parts. This podcast <laughs> is, I, I need things that no one knows, man. Like, we have a full year. This is a, bro, I'm good. You, you, I had a full I told year you, to catch up on. I told you I talk a lot. I'm trying to keep the pockets <laughs> in the 30 minutes, but Hey. All right, well, here, let's, I'll make it a two -parter. Uh, let's, let's backtrack then. So right out of the gates, I didn't want to do a made-to-order style of um, clothing. Made-to-order meaning a third party actually prints it. That's what yep. a lot of people are using now. They're yep. using like Shopify. They make the design, post a picture, and then if people buy it, the third party takes a Shopify. percentage. Oh, I didn't know Shopify did, did that. I think it's Shopify. There's a bunch of other I'm ones. Sure I think is. it's yeah. Shopify that does it, though. Um, I don't use it, so I'm not 100%. Don't quote me on that. Um, but... I don't want to use that because you lose a lot of the customer, like the customer service experience of yes. actually meeting the people that you want to sell to and, and, and work with and collab with and whatever the case may be. So I skipped over that and I was spending a lot of my money to actually print out a bunch of the shirts and a bunch of the yeah. gear and a bunch of the merch. Caveat to that was that I overprinted. Yeah. I 
bit off more than I could chew. But what ended up happening was I was giving stuff to people um, and I would be able to go to the event. Like I would be able to be, actually go and physically meet people. Yeah. And then what I did was we did this thing called uh, name your price. So instead of me asking I for, I think I saw that. Yeah. So okay. instead of um, asking for X amount, I'm just like, honestly, man, like if you don't have money, just take it Yeah. and wear it proudly. If you have money, like I'd be happy to take 10 bucks, like whatever you feel like it's worth. Yeah, that's passion. Take right that. There, bro. And I think that, it ended up working so much because I had at one show, um, this artist, Bobby Nice, he's like a rapper, he's friends with Squid Nice and this whole um, gang of rappers out there um, from New York. And um, his whole squad came up. Okay. And it was like probably like seven, eight of them. And I didn't talk to him at all yet. And they came up and I was like, fuck yeah, I'll give you some like merch. I don't like, I'm already, I'm about to pack up. You're lightening yeah. my load, if anything. Worst case scenario, I just reprint them if someone wants one. Yeah. So I did that and then no more than a week later and even still now I get tagged in their music videos that they're making. Bobby wore it um, for a couple photo shoots, like all this stuff. Nice. And it's like, there's a book called, uh, I think it's Jab, Jab, Left Hook. I don't okay. know if you ever heard of Gary Vee. No. It's this um, concept that you give, 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 give. And then all of a sudden you have like this gift in your plate and you don't yeah. even really understand why. And um, we spent the whole first year, like, not that we gave so much away that we were like going under, yeah. but we gave enough away understanding that in the first year it was about the passion of the project, not about the money. And we ended up having all of these artists It'll come through in within six months. We had artists, uh, this guy, Alec Benjamin opened up for John Mayer, wore it for an entire Minneapolis set. Wow. Um, 1.3 million followers. I'm like, you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Like I'm just this dude from Allentown trying to put together a little clothing brand. This yeah. guy's like kind of but important. You, you, you probably didn't know you did the formula right, but you did because you did it with your heart. I mean, probably, you yeah. Know? I didn't so know again, it at the time. <laughs> go back to, we're going to backtrack right from the beginning when you said if you're looking for, I don't, don't quote me, but basically if you're looking for a quick buck, you won't survive. I would say that's the you know? biggest thing. That's with, the thing. I think that's the biggest thing with small business. Mm -hmm. um, you're not going to have the patience. You're not going to have the patience to open the brand or whatever it may be. You're not going to have the patience to give seven people shirts. Right. Like you're going to be like, you're like, nah, nah, that cost me, that cost me 50 bucks to make. Exactly. You're not going to do that. And it, and what ends up happening is it, it, when you, I use the term selflessness makes the world go round. I don't care if it's clothing. I don't care if it's charity. Like yeah. if at any point you're giving to other people, um, whether you get something tangible back or if you just get, the sense of fulfillment. Yeah. Only good things happen when you give to others. I agree. And in this case, with the brand, it ended up going full circle and, and it ended up working out tremendously for us. Mm -hmm. And your guys are still humble and you're still doing it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're super thankful. Yeah, this is like, the thing. Like, I, I mean, you can, you can, hey, it's so funny because I'm talking to Mira because I'm giving you these and you're like, hey, man, just, uh, you know, I'm just saying, it's like, <laughs> no, 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 it's, it's, it's all right, you know, but it's the truth, you know, like you, I can see it. Like, I, I've only been following you guys for a couple months. Yeah. And like I said, I see the passion, I see the drive in it. And one thing I do do, I call myself an internet creep. I'm going to find a better name for it <laughs> because what I do is I sit on the internet and I, I love, cause I love people that are creative. I love um, entrepreneurs. I love it. It's like, it's how I fuel my fire, mm -hmm. but I watch them because I want to see how hard they're going. And, and when they get discouraged, if they were going really hard and get discouraged, I try to slide and like, hey, man, what's going on? Like what I saw you doing this for X amount of time and you're not doing it anymore. What's going on mm. versus the people that you can see were just trying to do it for the wrong reasons and they fall under. It's like, OK, move them to the side. But I like that because it it, it, it gives me a sense of inspiration. Like I, I know how it feels sometimes to go down and just need someone to pick you back up. So I, I watch people and I watch you guys. And before I knew it was more than you, I thought it was just you. And I'm like, this guy is this. 
he's everywhere. Like <laughs> yeah, he, not that he's good. He's doing it, like you know. And then I, then I was told from an unknown, an unknown source that you're actually printing these shirts out by hand. Yeah, I print all of them myself, and then my two partners. You, so that's kind of how it's built. You out. see what I'm saying? Yeah. No, seriously. Like it's easy to go on Shopify or any other, you know, like whatever, you know. But you're actually doing it by hand, mm-hmm. and that shows. Right in the living room. Yeah, I, I was in my office. I made your hat. That's another thing. I, I, you know, I, I make these things because, I, again, now I can be passionate about it. It's easy to get things done. And somewhere when you else. see somebody wearing it, you are so I'm, fucking I'm proud hyped. of it. And then the thing is, like, you, you're like, this is dope. I'm like, it is? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, it is. You know, so it's, you know, yeah, yeah, same thing is like, that is great. I really. That's really, such a good point. That's ser- such a good point. Come on, because seriously. Every time that I see somebody wearing it, like, I'll get a text from somebody and they're like, hey, I just saw balloons at the mall. I'm like, take a picture. Yeah, like, what do yeah, you do? Like, let me right? see. Like, it just gets you so fucking hyped because. When you write, like when I paint on a canvas, right, not many people are running up to me and be like, hey, like, let me buy that and put it in my living room. Yeah. Because you know what I mean? Like it's just, unless you're super duper invested into the, into the, the niche, yes. people won't, I don't want to say not take it seriously because yeah. you could draw a super cool painting. But if I would splash a bunch of shit on a canvas like some of these big time artists, yep. no one's going to No one's going to buy because right. we're not the big time artists. We just sold the banana for $120,000 and the next <laughs> one for one hundred fifty. Wow. So, you know. That's yeah, <laughs> it was a real, and it was a real banana. That's what gets me. I, if it was plastic, I'd have been okay with it. <laughs> yeah, right. The guy ate it, so yeah. That's insane. Uh-huh. Like you said, you can splash a bunch of paint on it on the wall, and so want to buy it for X amount of money. But if you do it, oh yeah. But when yeah. we put it on T-shirts, and people are actually wearing a product that I remember, yeah, hand printing. I remember packaging that. There's stories behind it. You know what I mean? Too. Like each single one, and and I'm trying to. I, I don't want to get. I know is. I know that we're gonna grow because I don't plan on stopping what we're doing. Yeah. Um. The nature of it is to grow it, but I want to be able to make everything as personal as I can. You're so funny, man. It's like talking to a mirror. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, well, that's the thing is like, yeah. that's why so many small businesses are so fucking cool because they can do that, that one-on-one stuff. Yes. You know what I mean? Like they can do those one-on-one things and as they grow, they start to lose that ability to keep track of yes. all of their, all of their people. So what's the, like, what's the, the million dollar question? Like, how do you. How do you control that? How do you control growth and be able to manage the growth and still stay in tune? And I think with social media and the question stickers and stuff, yeah. and I'm going to use this Gary V guy as an example again because I literally just saw it today. He has millions of followers and he puts question stickers up and he wants people to tap in. Yeah. He wants people to talk to him and he has a thing set up for people that can text him yeah. so that he's engaged. That's, that's where it's kind of where I'm going with it. It's like every Wednesday, I, I missed two Wednesdays. That's the thing. This is why I got to get all this out now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, because you, be, you, you do so much, you know, um, but every Wednesday I've been doing my little hello, who are you? What do you do to get people involved? Like we want to hear what you're doing. Like I want to know what you're doing, you know, and then I put it in the highlights. Um, and I think people are still able to do it. I got like three, three within the last two days. And it's like, oh, people can still do it. And they like, hey, this is me. This is what I do. Because we all want to be heard. I don't care who you are and 100%. what do you do. You want to be heard. And just getting that engagement in makes a difference with your business. But like you said, the, how, how growth is great. But how do you control it when you get too big? I think you just have to step out of the, you just step out of that like idea that you're like some commercialized thing right like when when i trademarked the brand it's not like i was like you know what now i'm this robotic machine that has to act a certain way like every single person i talk to i'm like yo what up man like how's your day like what do you keep it you keep it right that's oh bro like that's like i want to know like and that's what i said like i don't mind giving people and don't be like hitting me up now for free shit or another but like if i have a free if i have a conversation with somebody and like i genuinely have a good conversation like right now right and you want to tell me about thanks for the hat by the way appreciate (laughs) it thank you for the hat no problem um if we have a conversation and, and 
even if it's not even like this insanely valuable conversation, yeah. you just show me that you're a human being. Yeah. It's like, yeah, man, like you're a human. I'm it's a human. Let's touch. be friends. You know and what I mean? It's so funny you say that because I have this thing respond to everyone. It's, it's a gift and it's a curse. I talk a lot. <laughs> um, and I respond to every single person. But in the beginning, yeah, I'll respond to anybody. Yeah, I don't have, see, I don't have those demons. I'm cool. No, like, I'm I, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, what's up? Get me some. <laughs> you miss me? <laughs> um, but <laughs> Had to drop that in there. Right, yeah. Um, but in the beginning, I'm like, okay, business, this is not your usual business. You got to be a robot. You got to give an automatic response. You can't talk like... Man, nah, bro. I'd be like, hey, what's up, bro? You know, because it makes it a more personal touch. And I'm talking to a real person. Because another thing I've learned, and for everyone listening, it's okay to ask any question you want. There's no question that's a dumb question. Um, I am not. I'm sure you guys are not. We're not these multi-million companies. When you're talking to a robot or you have to talk a certain way. Because a lot of people uh, fear of messaging you because they think they know who you are. And, you know, and I mm -hmm. think... Social media makes that so bad because I'm just a regular person. Um, and I want to build that. That's why I tell people my phone, my business line is always on, whether it's for business, whether you're just feeling down um, or anything. Give it a call or a text. And if I can't call, if I can't talk to you, I'll text you. Because I think that helps a lot of people, especially today's world. Like um, one, one day I put up, uh, how are you feeling? It was like, I saw that. Yeah. I fucked with that a it lot. It was because you know what the problem is? I can say, what's up, bro? How are you? I'm good. How are you feeling? Is insanely open feeling? You know what I'm saying? And I got some great responses and I got some really real ones. And mm -hmm. everyone I got that was really real. What's up? Everything's cool. No, well, call me. It's three o'clock in the morning. Call me. I'm up, bro. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm what's up? floors. You I know, got time. You, you get what I'm saying? <laughs> and I think that that's the type of uh, atmosphere we want to create here because like we all, we, we yo, it, it does, it can take a simple, yo, it's going to be all right. You know, uh, I had a, a, I have actually a lot of long conversations. <laughs> so weird. A lot of long conversations because people just want a voice, a, a ear to, to lend. You know what I'm saying? It's so a powerful message, that, man. Yeah. And I don't know if you intend on doing it, but that's why I see you're doing. Like you're in, like you're really, you're in the community. And even though you're helping um, put people, people's art on this canvas through your logo and on your, on the shirts, you're helping them. You know what I'm saying? I think that if, one thing that anyone can do in this world to leave back, if you just help one person, I did my job, you know, and that's all I need. You don't need, uh, like you said, you're going to be bigger. You are because I can, you can, you can just, you ever look at something. I know you look back. I, I know you've looked back in the last year like, shit. shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, me and my partners, man, we, without cutting you off, we will look at each other sometimes and screenshot like, no, or not November, like February, March, like when we first started yeah. kicking off, like just, the learning curve is just insanity. Yes. Like the quality of the stuff, like what we're putting out, the things that we're trying to say and do in the projects, it's just, we're like, how the hell do we even do, how did we even do this? You know what I mean? And I mean, we have so much more that we yeah. want to do, but. Yeah. Just think, think of, you see that? Like this, yeah. I, I lose my mind off excitement because I ask myself the same question. Like, I don't know how I did this, mm -hmm. but I think it's more of your passion. Mm -hmm. you, you know your purpose and you stuck behind your core values. You know what I'm saying? And you, you're, you're managing to get all of those ideas and putting them out at the right time. And you know that you have a shit ton of more ideas. So that means a shit ton of more years to come. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? So I remember when I first started um, clothing, I had so many ideas. I put them all out. And I said, that was so stupid because <laughs> it confused the customer. You know, they didn't know what the hell to buy. They didn't from. know what to buy, you know, because it's because I had, like you said, all these ideas bottled up when I want to release them. 
but then you can just take them slowly. That's a trial and error, yeah, man. That's it. Definitely. So um, as an entrepreneur, what advice would you give an uh, aspiring entrepreneur, someone who wants to get into this business? Um, like just any type of advice, what would you give them? I would say I like doing things organic, but I think that it came at a cost that I didn't give myself enough time to actually get things done. So I was very antsy to start. And I think that a lot of new entrepreneurs yep. um, or brand builders, whatever the case may be, are very, very, very antsy to start. And they want to put all of their stuff out at once. Like you just said, yep. they want to get all of their ideas out at once. Um, but what happens is it gets, it gets mixed up. It gets mixed up. People can't really understand what the message is. Um, and you have to allow it to organically grow. And this is kind of the tip. Take on as much as you can comfortably take on. Yeah. Um, I like to give myself deadlines. You have to. Realistic deadlines. Yep. Because you'll kill yourself trying to trying to get things done too fast. Yep. And it'll be too fast for the consumer anyway. So in a nutshell, I would say set realistic goals. I know that sounds like a very tacky statement, no, but no, set a bro. realistic that is goal. The truth. Um a realistic time frame in which you can attain the goal. Yep. And then a realistic goal for like units in case yes. for instance, if you're doing um a clothing line. A realistic goal for units. Don't print out a hundred of them unless you plan on taking some time to individually go guerrilla market yes. them or sell them to people. Because bottom line is the face-to-face -face sale, the 1950s, 60s door-to-door -door sale, works. is what really works. Yeah. Because the online conversations I have are great, but the conversations like this are the ones that they're going to be like, wow, like I actually got to know this person. Yeah. He's not just uh, two red balloons on a social Seriously. media web page. It's very true because we don't, Unfortunately, we're not uh, those stars that can do that. Mm -mm. They have that platform. Yeah. They don't need a face-to-face. -face. Mm -hmm. They're already it's recognized. It's unfortunate <clears throat> that the world will buy from them like that, some shitty products, but they won't buy from us because we are. So the face-to-face -face is important. Um, and I really love what you said, like uh, set realistic goals, mm. because it is very true. I had to tell um, a friend who does clothing a, a while back, be patient. Like I always try to coach people, be patient. Patience is the key. Okay. Be, but be real with yourself. And like you said, set those realistic goals. I said, okay, you want, you want this so bad, right? If I order 500 things from you right now, when can you ship it? Are you ready? Can you handle it? And she's like, no, I said, that's what I'm saying. I'm just talking about 500. Let's scoot down. If I order 300 things, when can you ship it? Are you ready for it? She's like, no, I can't. If I order 100 things right now can I get my items like when can I get them are you ready for it she's like no I said I'm saying that because don't get discouraged on what's, what's selling right now but be patient and then be real with yourself mm -hmm. you know learn your audience it's a learning experience like all the big brands they didn't just pop up and and, and start selling all this stuff be, it became a million dollar a million dollar businesses right they, they some of them been in for 10 years 10 years before they got their big break that's crazy and you you're you're you only been in for two months and you're discouraged and you're ready to give up Yep. No, be patient and keep on moving and be realistic, realistic goals, realistic units, and 100%. you'll be fine. Yeah. You know I think I mean? that that comes back to the conversation we had a little bit earlier. I think even before we were, we hopped on here, um, people see the finished product. Yep. People always see the finished product. They see the best looking version of said product, but they don't see any of the actual work or process or whatever you want to call it that leads up to it. They don't. And if you would have showed me last January where we would be now. I'd be like, get the fuck yeah. out. 
even a gas seriously, myself. That's like, I mean, we put in a lot of fucking time, and I want to just repeat these guys' names again because they have absolutely fucking crushed it for me. Um, they're, holder, they're holders in the company, too. Yeah. So, like, this is Zach Share um, at CJR, what the fuck is it? Z Share, <laughs> Photovisions, and Rabble Dabble. Rob, those guys are yeah. fucking G's. They, Shout out. They crush it. And. They are in Chicago. They're in Chicago. Yeah, yes. those are my. So, we didn't even touch base. Yeah, on I also say, you know what? This is this is going too long. We're gonna have to have a part two. But <laughs> yeah, we real can quick, do that. We no, can no, do no, no, real quick. <laughs> I'm telling because 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 it's very interesting. Like my goal for the podcast was to keep it in 30 minutes, mm-hmm. but unfortunately, it's a super strange. Build. It's so many great conversations that I've been having there over it, and I mean, again, I could just two part this shit. But so, how did you link with them, and and what gives you the the Allentown location and the Chicago location, which is a genius plan, by the way? Um, how did that come about? So the nine to five that I hated so much, yeah. quote unquote hated, um, I didn't even hate it. It was just monotonous. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I had um, the benefit of meeting Rob through that job. So Rob was an outside sales representative for the company that we worked for. Okay. I was inside sales. So what we would do is we would sit there and we would talk every single day about our clients, what we had to do to kind of meet their needs, provide value for them, okay. et cetera. So we were already a team. Um, when I came up with the idea, actually one night he had called me like randomly before balloons was even existing. He was like, dude, like, I don't know how much longer I can do this corporate shit. Like we became boys. <laughs> yeah. but we were just like, we would sit there and bullshit. Like he was just my boy at that point. And, um, we, he gave me a call. He's like, I don't know how much longer I can do this, man. Like the sales gig is tough. Like it's just, it gets old. You know what I mean? So, yeah. um, he had done a, a, his own clothing thing in, uh, in Chicago in like college and stuff just to like make extra money. Yeah. And, um, so we were bullshitting about that. I'm like, yeah, I would love to do that, whatever. And then once I actually like got it off, off, uh, off the ground and I had the idea, I'm like, you know what, this is going to be the idea. I'm going to run with this. Yeah. Um, I was like, I'm one person in Allentown, yeah. right? I have plenty of friends in Allentown that could do this with me. Definitely. But I don't think that having the route in one city where I yeah. feel like I can handle it myself is going to do any service yep. or any, any like. You see the genius behind it? Yeah, well, we, we we're, upro- yeah, we're uprooting it? in yeah. two different places. Mm-hmm. So he um, he was like, fuck yeah, man, I'm on board. Let's run it. So we did like the first set of tees. He ran them out there. I ran them in Allentown. We had this pot of sales from two different cities. Yeah. And what ended up happening is after they saw it in Chicago, they were like, wait, how is this in two cities? How is it in two and cities? And why is it in two cities? Yes. And we didn't do a lot of like interviews, podcasts. Like there's one interview that I've done in this entire year where I very, very briefly at a show explained what balloons was yeah. in like 30 seconds. So the rest of it, we wanted to leave open-ended for, um, for the people to kind of assume themselves. We have people yeah. message us like, what are you guys? We're like, what do you think we are? Still. Like I would Still. love, yeah, I would love to see what you think we yeah. are because I mean, we're kind of like a hot job of people just fucking making cool stuff in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, but which brings me back to the Chicago thing. He was out there, and then Rob actually ended up meeting Zach, the other guy on the team, um, at Concord Hall in Chicago. Okay. First day, he got the first batch of shipments. Rob goes to this concert. He's all fucked up. He goes up to the photographer. He goes, yo, man, can you just, like, take a picture of me in this shirt? Photographer ends up being Zach. Wow. Zach was like, oh, dude, I really <laughs> like that. He emails Rob. Zach comes on, dude, super passionate guy. Um, Rob does all the talking, man. He's the talker. He's a bullshitter. Okay. Zach, a little bit more meek, but he is a freaking creative nut, man. Like, yeah. this guy will do some funky shit. Like, a good example is this. Do you see the picture we posted with the girl with, like, the dragon mask on? Yeah, the, yeah. With the, uh-huh. Yeah, just, like, some totally bizarre shit. But that's, like, I wanted to give him free energy to do whatever the fuck he wanted in within to the still team. still feed his creative field. Yeah, because he was working for a, he was working for a, a very similar um, 
type of, uh, well, he was having a very similar type of issue. He was working, uh, he was doing photography for some like corporate company. Yeah. And he had to literally take pictures and crop out, excuse me, crop out bits and pieces of the image and make it very, very PC and very yep. perfect. And he was like, dude, I'm losing my mind because I can't even enjoy can't the thing do that I what love. He loved. Yeah. So the biggest thing I told him, I go, honestly, man, you take that camera wherever you want, throw some balloons in it, do whatever the fuck you think fits, and you can post whatever the hell you want. You you're, can giving, you're giving your partners the ability to shoot their creativity all over the world. Which brings me back to the thing that I said earlier about we are very, very drastically different yeah. people. So by doing that, we have these strange mixtures. Mm-hmm. Like he, like Zach's like this like pop or like this punk like... I almost want to say like scene emo kind of guy. He's not, but he like goes to like these like really like grunge That's a shows and shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. he goes to like these really like grunge shows. Rob, like no offense, Rob, like he wears his jeans with the basketball shorts under it still. Like it's two thousand. Like he's, <laughs> really? he's straight up. Like he's just a, he is. He's That's him. another market. <laughs> yeah, that's him. And and he's just, but he's very straightforward. It tells yeah. you how the fuck it is. And then there's me, who I'm I'm ingrained in the the, the clothing thing and and the music scene, especially the rap scene, because I, I was already going to a lot of these concerts, but now that I'm meeting a lot of these other artists, um, is a totally different market than what both Zach and yeah. Rob offer. And what's ended up happening is it's coming into this point in this peak yeah. where all the stuff we put out is like a two-thirds vote. Yeah. I send something out, they're like, dude, that's fucking stupid. And if both of them think that, I'm like, yeah, yeah. maybe I won't post it. I might post it sometimes. still have different just... markets, though. Like, it's, I don't know, I don't, like I said, it's a genius plan, and then you're here in, you're here in Allentown, and then in Chicago, and those are different markets in there, and people are going to see that, and yep. it, it makes the brand bigger than what it is. Yeah, and I mean, that's exactly what happened, and it was all... And it was all organic. By accident, yeah. yeah. It was like, it was... No, it wasn't by accident. It's the universe. I'm telling you, the people... I'm don't not, I'm not, I'm not all into, into we that. We could have a whole podcast Bro. about the strange shit that happened yeah. when we started this, just the universe falling in line. I wasn't even a believer of that shit <laughs> before this. Who are you telling? I'm not a believer of that shit, but to me, it's like, <laughs> this is weird. Like, just even how I met you, like I said, I saw you watch you, but then the universe somehow brought you closer. And yeah, right. The universe had you and helped me paint some shit. Like, that's the that's the shit. That's just, that, that shit doesn't happen. Dude, you know, I could sign off. I, I could sign this thing off for the story that way. You would just be like, what Let's, the hell? All right. Well, before that, I'm going to ask you my last two questions and you sign that story off all right. and we, we go. So how did you hear about the social tour? Should I name drop here? I've seen you, you on Instagram. Do you can do whatever you want to do, bro. This is this. There's no rules here. Ariel Luna's music page. She's a phenomenal artist. She, um, she actually told me to link up with you. Um, definitely shout like, out. She, she, she was on. Oh yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, and she also performed at a uh, social day too. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she does a good job. Part um, oh, or two. Part one of them. 2.0. Two, two or 2.0. <laughs> she was there. Um, yeah, she hooked it up. She's like, hey, you got to hit this guy up. I was like, all right, fuck yeah, well, like this is tight. Um, and then I think I saw you online. I'd already followed you. I was like, this guy's got a really good, um, like you said before, you could tell when like the marketing is just right. And you look at it, and you, like, you can see like this buildup of like something cool going to happen. Yeah. And that's where we're at now. Like you're doing all the projects and shit. Yep. It's, like, it's funny. I thought I everyone's face. <laughs> it's, weird. It's, it's weird it's very weird it just it just works for me and that's how until i get a marketing team mm-hmm. to uh mark a little better i think we, i think we pretty do pretty good like i think your marketing do you fantastic. see what happened the last two day two days <laughs> totally organic was not planned like that wasn't my goal so that stuff like that is just like the universe it. is like all right that just wasn't even the yeah right the, uh, this was the plan here that wasn't the plan but that is working i'm riding with that yeah right you know what i'm saying like I'm gonna uh, chop this up and put that preview out tonight, so I can be three for three. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, and once you start going, you're yeah, like, ah, oh, snowball. Yeah, now yeah, I don't yeah. want to stop. And not only that, um, I had I was really I was really busy at the, la- the end of the end of the year, so I, I shut both my Instagrams down because it again I don't 
I don't like ignoring people. Mm-hmm. And I talk a lot, as you can see. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would have never got my work done. I had my client work. So I had a few more clients left, and I said, I got I can't do this. Let me just shut off those Instagrams. I'm not going to shut off the social tour. I'm going to shut off my Instagrams um, to focus because I can't because I like to talk to every fucking body. Yeah, right. Um, and once I got those, once I got my last client done last week, I said, full throttle now. I'm not accepting no more clients right now until I get this right because I'm losing my focus on what I love, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so that, that, is, that is great how it is turned around. Um, okay, so my other question before we close it out with that amazing story I'm sure it's going to be. Um, do you think the social tour is important? If so, why? The obvious answer is yes. Um, the, I think especially in this area. So if we start on a, um, in this area, if we start on a small scale, yeah. right where we're sitting, um, the Lehigh Valley in particular, people have the, the often, they often think that they need to leave the Lehigh Valley in order to blow up, yeah. right? And I think that if it's properly built right in the Lehigh Valley, the, the platforms that people need in order to properly show themselves and yes. market themselves, I don't think that people have to go to these large cities to do that. They can still do that. We're a hop, skip, and a jump away from Philly, New York. You don't have to live yep. there in order to prosper. But I think that if we could build it here, and I think that you're doing a phenomenal job of giving people that option. Thanks, man. Is doing that here and allowing, like we used the term before, the roots have to grow somewhere. Yes. If everybody thinks that they need to leave, everybody will. Yeah. If everybody thinks they're safe at home, then they're here. And that's exactly what you're doing, and I think that that's exactly what what needs to be done for this particular community. Um, And on a broad scale, I mean, you're doing a selfless act for other creatives and that's never a bad thing. It's an awesome thing. Appreciate it, man. Yeah, no doubt. Take me out with that story. All right. Um, So so I'm I'm not even here at this time. This is uh, is Rob and Zach filming this. So when we bring on the Chicago riders, so the skateboarders in Chicago, I obviously, um, at the time I hadn't met them, but we're going through like social medias and we're looking at the people that um, not only are passionate, regularly posting things like that um but they're also people persons there you can tell that they're supporting their other skateboarding friends which is really what we wanted we wanted people that cared about others yes um and we came across um one of the guys danny he was like one of the first guys i brought on i think he was the second guy i brought on maybe he was the first actually um and we were going to meet up with him just to interview him just like you are me now yeah and they're sitting there and Rob's going through the spiel of what balloons is. He's sitting there saying, hey, like, it's just like a throwback to like your childhood. Like, take the time to do the things that you love. Look at you and your skateboard right now. Like, you're having the time of your life. You've been doing this since you were little. It's nostalgic for you. And all of a sudden, this little girl runs by in the middle of like a 30-second interview where Rob's just talking. And she goes, oh, my God, a balloon. And a pink balloon just rolls across the parking lot. This is being recorded. Yeah, this is being recorded. We have the video. I'll give it to you if you want it. Um, This uh, pink balloon just rolls across, and this little girl goes and grabs this balloon. And just like starts playing with it in the middle of this. And at the time, Rob hadn't even noticed it. And the other kid didn't even notice it. When we refilmed Until and watched you it back, you hear, you hear the obvious, the audio. He goes, oh, dad, a balloon or oh, mom, a balloon. I forget what it was. And then um, you, you hear a balloon, obviously. Yeah. And then you see it rolling across. And the little girl, you're like, no fucking way. Like, that's just strange. You know what I mean? Like, the and that's universe. one of like. I'd say like five stories that yeah. were like, we're like, whoa, that's kind of weird, but weird shit happens. Yeah, man. Bro, weird shit happens. I'm telling you, man, it's great. But again, man, B, B thanks for coming through. We're going to do a part two. <laughs> I got so much Definitely more we can talk about. I already told uh, Luna, I said, 
this is going to be long. I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to set a timer for myself, which I did it. We got to get one um, of those like uh, Pictionary yeah, timers. Yeah, so like, yeah, like, <laughs> or we're going to get a cue person like <laughs> yeah, right. from the funk on. But no, seriously, man, I really appreciate it. It was a great conversation. Um, plug balloons, man. Definitely. Where can we get the merch? Where can we follow you? Um, what you got to say? Who shout outs? What's up, man? How can we get this stuff? I'd love to shout out a ton of people. I'm going to shout out um, Life and Friends, the people that I do a lot of vending with. Um, they're the music uh, marketing agency, for lack of a better term. They they just hook it up. They're really good people. Um, his name's Nick. It's L-Y-F and Friends. That's the Instagram handle. Um, there's so many people I want to shout out, but I will keep it simple, just so that you're not sleeping over at your, uh, at your place here. Um, to get the Balloons merch, it's really on the website. It's balloonsus.co, not com. It's co, C-O. Um, the Instagram is balloons.us. And honestly, if you want to look at something or if you're interested in sizing any questions, just shoot me a message. Like I said, during this entire podcast, I'm an open book. Yeah. You can ask me anything. Um, you know, I'll get you an answer pretty quick. Dope, man. I appreciate you for coming, man. Thanks. I appreciate the fuck out of you, man. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you.